Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards-Johnson. This time for what I am preemptively calling Champagne Radio. Now that's some champagne. A champagne cork popping on what is going to be Champagne Radio. Josh, <laughs> there is something that exists in the world like pretty frequently, but mostly in like things you see on ca- on TV or in movies or whatever, that I am very perplexed that I've never actually seen someone wear one of these in real life that wasn't a costume. Hmm. Characters like the Penguin from Batman, Count Von Count from Sesame Street, um, the Monopoly Man, obviously very famously, hmm. um, the guy from... Sleeping Beauty or Cinderella? I can't remember. The guy's dad, anyway. Oh, yeah, the, the king. Yeah. What I'm talking about is a monocle. A monocle. And you must be the Monopoly guy. <laughs> exactly right. A monocle. A monocle. I see monocles all the time. Mr. Peanut has one. Yep. As I said, the Monopoly dude has one. So many people in pop culture have monocles. I've never legitimately seen someone earnestly wear a monocle. And what should we do about that, Ned? If I don't look, I don't think I don't think that Hit 104.7 is necessarily a monocle targeted audience. No. But if you wear a monocle sometimes, if you have a legitimate monocle, like not a costumed one that's mm-hmm. like whatever. If you have an actual piece of eyewear that goes under your eyelid <laughs> and over your cheek and has a little chain off to the side, Please, 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 please get on the phone, 131060. I want nothing more than to meet you because, as I've said multiple times now, never in my life met someone who actually has worn a monocle. It's a monocle manhunt. That's what we're on right now. God, I'm excited. This is our new segment, and this is the Champagne Radio. This really the is Champagne Radio. monocle manhunt. We are trying to find literally anybody that wears Does a Jessica monocle. Rabbit? No, nah, it's from L.A. Noir. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> I didn't realise it had lyrics. It's a bit of a pain. Um, <laughs> I just wanted detective music. We have everything here from there we go. high commissions to high tees. We do, we How do. How is no one at a high tee not wearing a How monocle? How is no one at the Hyatt Hotel in Canberra not walked into that joint in a monocle? 100%. That's happened before. And it didn't, it didn't happen only in, like, the 20s. That's no. happened before. Exactly right. 131060, if you wear a monocle, but probably more likely... If you know someone who owns and wears a monocle, please get on the phone. I would like to make a big deal out of this. As a matter of fact, I'd like to dedicate the rest of the week to it. The monocle manhunt. This is monocle we- manhunt. Anytime, by the way. Get in touch with us on Instagram. Or wherever uh, you can. Wherever you can. Just tell us. You won't believe this, but I've seen a monocle. Yeah. I'm, I'm open. Hell, yeah, exactly right. I'll, if you've just seen one in, in the like out in the wild or whatever... Send us a photo. I think privacy has to be respected. Yes, so of, of course, course. We're of not going to we're not going to dox anyone with a monocle. We're not going to expose monocle wearers unless they're on board. Mm. But having said that, if you work in aged care and there's just an old an old gentleman who wears a monocle <laughs> at your facility, we'd love to hear from you as well. <laughs> Get on the phone. I don't know where these monocles are going to come from. Me neither. That's but, why I'm so excited. But we are on the monocle manhunt right now. We need to find somebody wearing a monocle oh around Canberra. I am a gumshoe detective. Let me go on Facebook Marketplace. Monocle. Can you buy a monocle? It, well, is anyone selling one? Because I feel like, what's a monocler? 
Anyway, is that somebody who makes a monocle? A vintage leather doctor's bag is the closest I can get. No one's selling a monocle in Canberra. That sucks. That would have been such a good thread to pull because we could have mm. probably tracked down the person who's selling it and maybe they... Well, there's one in Sydney. A monocle in Sydney? There is a monocle I in imagine Sydney. there are several. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't surprise me there's some in Australia. Uh, get on the phone, 131060, if you want to be a part of the monocle manhunt. This needs some sort of conclusion. I would like... Free parking. <laughs> By Friday, we need to have at least... We need to have done some work. Yeah. We need to have at least got a, a hot lead. That's what I would like to hear. Well, this is interesting. No, because no way. Producer Michael has just intercom through to say Francisco has a better name for this segment. And I don't know oh, if Francisco. Monocle Manhunt can I will be say, topped. Fran- Francisco, look, you have a better name than both of us. You do, you do. In, in the quest for Champagne Radio, I am happy to hear a better name for this segment. Good morning, Francisco. Uh, hi, guys. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank very you. Very well. Very, very... I'm willing to be impressed, but I will say you have an Everest-esque task ahead of you. What do you think? The, what, yeah. do you, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not thinking about the Francisco Monocle. I'm thinking about uh, the Monocle Chronicles. That is a better name. That is a better name. Better name. Oh, my God. Well, well Is this the Monocle Chronicles? It's sort of like Sherlock Holmes, A Tale of Two Cities yeah. or whatever. Is this right. the Monocle Chronicles... This is the Monocle Manhunt. It's just like yeah. an addition in the, oh, Monocle Chronicles. Oh, the Monocle Chronicles. It's like a book series. Yeah. It's like mm. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. No, we're just calling it the Monocle Chronicles. Okay, That's great. a better name. <laughs> yeah, and I thank just you. don't want to get rid of I just really, really enjoyed the Monocle Manhunt. Thank you very much for forfeiting all copyright and ownership over oh, what's that. that? We've lost yeah, Francisco. Oh, I guess we've gone. Yeah, what yeah, a shame. Yeah, yeah. What a shame. <laughs> a champagne copyright infringement. Fantastic stuff. <laughs> Time to take a look at tomorrow's code word, tomorrow being the 8th of June. If you're listening to this past that date, it's not tomorrow's code word anymore. In fact, there may not even be a code word. It could be 2027. I don't know what's happening. I think podcasts will live forever. God, imagine if they outlive me. My sentient brain is living in these podcasts. The, the, the code word for tomorrow is Eiffel Tower. It is our Eiffel it's Tower. It's Eiffel yeah. Tower. Of, of course it was going to eventually be Eiffel Tower. Here we Tower. go. Done. Yeah, yeah. Ned, can I just quickly say, I have absolutely hated seeing the reaction to the latest interest rate rise. I think I, full disclosure, was lucky enough during COVID to get into the housing market Mm. um, and my apartment is on a fixed year, like fixed interest rate. Yeah. So I really am living that good life at the moment. Mm -hmm. But this whole hope that I had that, because I'm about to come off it, so my whole hope that I had was it would correct itself by then and that just keeps going up and up and up and up. Yeah, it's getting worse and worse. At the moment, it looks like my interest rate is going to go from what I'm paying now to just $1,200 more a month in one go. So I'm going to go from one month it being one thing and then the next month and for every month after that, I'm just going to add $1,200 to that amount, which I, I am not ready to do financially. Stop. If anybody listening from the Reserve Bank of Australia... Please we, stop. Please, please stop. Like a dad or a mum that has to draw the purse strings tight for a bit, yeah. at least tell the family what you're doing. Yeah. Like, when is this going to end? Yeah. What point are we trying to reach? Like, when are you going to go, nah, good, enough now? Like, when is that going to... Lay the budget... Fo- like, lay the plan out to us so we can at least go, well, there's the light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. I think it's been proven over the last couple of years that just going into something open-ended, and like, just oh. trust, just trust us. We got you. Leads to the worst stuff coming out. Oh, the mental health strain of not knowing what we're aiming for or yeah. when this is going to end. Oh my god! Like, just tell us what the plan is. Yeah, Let's I would. I very much agree with that. Let's move on because I've actually found a way to take a little bit of this into our own hands. Okay. Last night I was on the loo. 
And sometimes there are two places, and I'm doing very different things when I have these these thought waves. Sure. The toilet and the shower. Okay. <laughs> They're two places where I have the most powerful lightning bolts of thoughts for some reason. Yeah. And last night, I became the bear-tushed investor because mm. I was on the loo and I went, oh, my God. You know what I haven't checked in ages? And there's probably some new thing now and I could be saving a heap of money. My phone plan. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was on a $65 a month, 80 gigabyte data phone plan. Mm. And I went and had a little bit of a look because I know I'm out of the range of where I've paid off my phone and now I'm just living the good life on yeah. a month-to-month situation. So I was like, what can the big multicolored tea do for me? Mm-hmm. What can Telstra do for me? And I had a little bit of a look around on their website and I discovered that for $3 more, so $68 a month instead of 65 my 80 gigabytes can have a 100 added to it. So 180 It's 180 gig. gigabytes for the exact same amount wow. I'm paying now. They've just, the plan's changed, obviously, and That's they've gone people crazy. using more data, so yeah. here's another 100 gigabytes. Yeah. So I'm changing to that today. And I'm saying to everybody listening to this, if you, you should have a look, because I also, with my home internet, don't use 180 gigabytes a month, so I'm probably going to cancel that and hotspot everything off my phone. Oh, so you're not going to use your Wi-Fi at home anymore? I think I'm going to cancel my home internet because I, I don't yeah. use 180 gigabytes a month, and now my phone can do all of that in one go. See, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, you're saying that you are going to. I thought you were going to say, essentially, what I imagine the minds of phone companies is essentially is what's the difference between 180 gig and 17 trillion terabytes gig? Like, yep. if you have 180 gig, chances are you're not going to hit the end of that. So, like, at a certain point, it really doesn't matter how much. I remember, like, fighting tooth and nail to get 2.5 gig, like, 10 years or 15 it's years amazing. ago. And I was paying, yeah, like, $70 for 2.5 gig. And to me, I was like, oh, my God, I will never be I'm out stealing of from them. I'm exactly. Stealing. What, how am I what getting away with this? What a deal have yeah. I got? I imagine to them, they essentially go, we don't. No. At a certain point, we do we not care. We are kind of selling you air yeah, at a certain yeah, point. Yeah. You understand that, don't you? You're taking our word that this is something. So look into your phone contract. That's yes. the money-saving tip from the bear-tushed investor this morning. Look into your phone contract because there is potentially quite a bit that can be done for yeah, you. Yeah, 100%. Jeez, I need to look into it now because I also don't know the time. The last time I was off the Wi-Fi. Yeah, okay, I have so Wi-Fi here at work. At my house and at my girlfriend's house. Oh, so if you have Wi-Fi at work, this is even better for this you. There's mean. a very good chance the home internet market could just crash after the bearish investors' advice. Would love that because um, my router is actually the ugliest thing in my house. Yep. So Mel, no, you live it. there. <laughs> uh, good stuff. All right, I'll tell you who'll never come around again. <laughs> Me? No, I need you to come around because now I'm upset. Yeah, no, <laughs> I need you need friends through my companionship. <laughs> As you just heard, I need friends. You know how I've also just worked out I'm going to make a bunch of money? Yeah. My Bear Tush Investor book that I'm now writing. It's I don't know how many book, people great... are going to want to buy a book called The Bear Tush Investor. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great little quirky twist on the whole thing. It's all toilet paper I think hacks. the Bear Foot Investor is going to make some money <laughs> by suing me. Yeah. That's how that's going to work. <laughs> Josh, there is probably, I mean, I'm not married. I'm not even close to married. I've only been to probably three or four weddings in my life. Um, But I would imagine that there would only be a certain few amount of things that you could do to really signify to your significant other that you do not want to be there. Yeah. You said it before. There was a panic at the disco song about cheating on your future fiance, well, your current fiance, future bride Jesus. at the wedding. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, what is going what on? What the hell is going on? Um, there is a guy who has been filmed doing something and the wife, like, 
it's not like she's putting on like a brave face of just being like, you know what, let's get through today. My husband is being awful, but that's okay. We'll just get through the day. It's okay. She's like, on the look on her face is like, are you serious, dude? This has got to be the end. It is, 100%. I don't see them making it past this week. If they got married on Monday, there's no way they make it to Sunday. What happened? What this guy has done is walking down the aisle. So, like, they've said their vows, they've done their kiss, they're leaving the church. This dude has gone on his phone and he's literally on his phone the entire way. Like, and not, and while look, he's walking down the aisle. Not filming it, looking at it and typing or doing stuff on his phone while they are walking down yeah, the aisle. Yeah, that's the end. You don't get married to that guy. Well... The question that's being asked by everyone, and it's the only question I had, is who the hell are you messaging? Yes. Or what the hell are you doing? At a wedding, it would be assumed that you would invite all of your closest friends and family there. And also, such a good point. Everybody you care about should be in that room. Every single person that you want to be there is there. So who are you texting? So who are you texting? The one person who's not there? Who do you want to be here who's not here? And then I feel like that takes us down a very dark rabbit hole. Should at least be allowed to immediately say, show me who you were texting. A hundred percent. Hand it over and then get a redo of the walk down the aisle. Yes. So you grab the phone, you give it to the the celebrant and you just go, enough, enough. You take the phone now. Try that again, champ. Yeah. And you get to call him champ. (laughs) Yeah. Try that again, champ. Go back and let's have another crack. Because obviously you don't be on your phone when you're walking down the aisle at your own wedding. And it sucks because this guy, like someone's standing in front of them filming them, like walking down the aisle. And because this guy's on his phone, he doesn't realize it's happening. So he doesn't realize how badly he's being filmed just not paying attention. You either have to give the phone to the celebrant, do the walk again, or the celebrant gets to replace your name with Thunder Douche. Yeah. Does does this woman... your last name, yeah. yeah. woman take thunder douche to Theodore be her thunder douche <laughs> her lawfully wedded husband that doesn't really i yeah. still don't know yeah. i don't i don't want to and that doesn't sound like a great deal for the bride no, either yeah. that's awful <laughs> josh right now apple though they had a huge day yesterday they had a big announcement a big reveal of like their vr headset that looks like ski goggles that costs at the moment, three thousand American dollars, somewhere in the round realms of five thousand Australian dollars, when it gets released here. Um, seen a bunch of YouTubers wear them. That's it, and that means to well, they're me, not available yet. So usually, the, yeah, the only people that get them are the. I think we've we've unlocked like a new Illuminati of humans. Correct, YouTubers. Yeah, <laughs> they just get access to everything before everyone else. Oh, I didn't understand it because I was like, wasn't that just like an announcement yesterday? Weren't yeah. they just saying like, hey, where they'll be available soon? And then I went on YouTube and four people have them, and I'm like, hang on, how? I, I, all right, whatever. They were saying, and I, by they, I mean Apple, were saying, this is the biggest announcement we've made since the iPhone. You don't iPhone. get to make that call yourself. You no, don't, no so. that's something in other... We decided, other, we like decided a, a year's time, we go, holy moly, that was absolutely huge. And Ned does. He, he, I'll tell you, yeah. people listening to this, you wouldn't believe it. He yeah. is only 28, but he walks around the building yeah. saying, holy moly, holy as, an ex- moly. as an expression, yeah. probably two, three times a day. I know, it really... Uh, but you holy know moly, have you seen they've got Kit Kats in the vent? machine yeah. now like you just go nuts as much of a joke as that is that actually is the world that apple wants me to live in because if you've had an iphone ever you'll understand how impossibly hard it is to swear over text oh for god's sake they will uh i'll I'm just correcting the thing i love from super churchy america is that when they correct heel like in a hell to yeah. heal heel. Like, like he, he will. will yeah heal yeah like you know what i'm trying to say let me say hell yeah. i don't just what are you doing my iphone never figures out 
It can never for the like for something I paid an exuberant amount of money for, and I don't have like the newest, fanciest one. They're just very expensive nowadays. It never gets well or wheel right. Doesn't understand the difference. Never and never gets the context right. I can send a message that goes, "We'll leave at seven. Yeah, and it'll be like, "Oh, you mean well leave at seven? Great." That perfect. makes sense. That's yeah, how people perfect. talk. Well, leave at seven. Can yeah, I great. just say quickly, I had to teach myself a little way of knowing how to spell restaurant because yeah. I could never spell it because my $1,200 iPhone back 10 years ago, yeah. which was for me in that, that time like a $7,000 iPhone, Correct. could not for the, wor- for the for its life understand what I was trying to write when I'd try and write restaurant. Yeah. Try and change it to restraint. It wasn't close or try enough. Try and change yeah. it to yeah, rest. A-U rant. Rant. I had to teach myself how to say restaurant because my phone couldn't do it. Exactly right. Well, Apple have announced today that they're going to be making an incredible, well, a lot easier. The things that get changed to words, like things that get autocorrected to like ducking and shut and stuff like that. Also swear words. They're incorporating like AI that will actually learn how you text. And so it will stop autocorrecting. If you're using, if you never use the word ducking, but your iPhone's like, you use the word ducking in nearly every single message you send. It will stop doing that, and yeah. it'll go, oh, you mean the other word all the cool. time. Okay. okay. You, oh, you've never meant ducking? Okay, very good. It's badass AI. It's like, how much of a badass is the owner of this yeah, phone? Yeah, my God. Okay, like a bit of fast and loose language. Yeah. I like this. I'm in a cool guy's phone. Exactly, yeah. Is that is that what it's going to think? It's like, I I'm in a so. bit of a bad boy's phone. Oh, I'm worried that I might get like a phone that's not, like, doesn't have those sensibilities, and we'll be like, oh, I don't want to say this, but like... I I know that that's what you like saying, but I don't want boys phone. I don't don't want to be. I don't like this. I don't like giving it a personality, but I do like the fact because you know the way that I changed it before. If you make a contact in your phone, that's so that's such the hard way to do it. If you make a contact in your phone, I made my contact in my phone. Let's say I'll use the autocorrect words, but I made a a contact in my phone's first name was duck ducking ducker ducker ducking. Yeah. So yeah. that you could just always, so yeah. Anytime I would write it, it would think I would be spelling my name. I my went with the key- words. I went with the keyboard name. autocorrect, and yeah. I've got every swear word under the sun in there, so it yeah. just knows what I'm trying yeah. to say. But I also went into the keyboard autocorrect for Michael's name because I always spell it the wrong way. I always put the E before the A, That's- and he gets so upset about it. Yeah. So I've actually made my iPhone. Anytime I spell Michael's name correctly, it no, it is my iPhone doing yeah, it for me. Good. So I will say, and this is just a completely separate thought, um, E A L is the way it should be spelled. No, no, the way the way Michael spell their name A E L. That's the dumbest thing ever. A-E-L. That's their fault A-E-L that they've done that. A E L looks awful. E A L looks sleek. Yeah, it, it looks, looks nice. It looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Nickel. Yeah. yeah, it's how it should be. Yeah, I like E A L, and I understand that's not how you even spell Michael, but E A L is the way. To and go. you know what? Actually, I'm feeling brave today. I wow. am happy to fight anybody that disagrees with that. Yeah, so, 55 yeah. Bellenden Street in yeah. Crace. Uh, any Michael? Any Michael? All right, that feels, uh, Come on in, Mike Tyson. Let's see how you go. Is he Michael or Mike? He's Michael Tyson. I rescind my offer. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. would imagine. <laughs> Josh, my parents are both retired. Quite frankly, enjoying it a little too much, I'll say. They are really getting into it. Um, my dad was quite annoyed at my mum because she retired a little bit earlier than he did. Yeah. Uh, and then she was just doing nothing. Essentially, I mean, she was retired. Everything fell away. So she was going to the gym. She was just waking up at like 8 in the morning and making breakfast and having a lovely That's time to herself. Life. Really is the life. And dad was like, I've had enough of this. This sucks. He's retired now. They're both 
Um, he's done it. He's retired as well. They're both retired now. He's retired. Uh, they hate each other already, which I knew was going to yeah, happen, which was, is a bit of a shame. But I'm worried about that with my parents too. Yeah, and I didn't think it was going to happen as quickly as it did, but it happened within a week. Mm. So mum and dad used to both go to the gym in the morning, but then mum realised pretty quickly that like if they both go to the gym in the morning, then they have to spend the afternoon together, and that's too much time. Yep. So mum was like, you have to go in the afternoon, and space I'll go in the out. morning. Yeah, so we just can we can uh, divvy, uh, divvy up our time that we don't have to spend together. Um that kind of leads me to what's happened because I think this was 100% done out of boredom and hatred for one another. So I called my mum yesterday just to be like, hey, still sick, not just kicking along, works work. How you doing? What are you up to? Because you have like a life that you're really not beholden to anything. And it sounded like she was like out in public. And I'm like, oh, I can give you a call back later. She's like, no, 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 I'm just killing time. She's like, your father and I have gotten here just to the airport a bit at like an hour early and we're the ready airport. to go. And I was like, oh, like Sydney, you like to visit her parents oh, yeah. or something. And mum's like, no, 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 like we're off to Bali today for two weeks. We're off to Bali. We're just, we're off there. They didn't, they didn't even tell you. That's what I said. I was like, why am I hearing about this while you're in the airport is my only really question. And she was like, what no, I, I told you about this. And I was like, why would I not know about it then? Because I would be like, oh, mum and dad are going yeah. away. That's something that would probably... Po- this isn't mum and dad are going to Pilates this morning. This is like they're going overseas for a little bit. How infuriating. It's not great. It's I really don't... not my favourite thing that has happened. And what? then mum sends me a photo like this this morning when I woke up. Oh, of her, God. Of her resort. disgusting. She's like, oh, just waddled back from all-you-can-eat breakfast. Your that's father's disgusting. eating his, his head's weight in pancakes. That's oh. an un... un- unbelievably rude level of conduct. Considering yeah. what I'm looking at at the window at yeah. the moment, it is freezing and the sky is still essentially like it's not daytime yet. My mum's taking a photo on her crappy iPhone 6 or whatever and it looks like you could use it as a tourism ad for Bali. God, this makes me mad. It makes me not happy either, yeah. dude. I really don't like it. I really am not I just fan. try and... Does this music help you picture what they're doing sort right of, now? Sort of, because yeah. in my mind, this is about a guy cheating on his wife. And so <laughs> yeah. so I, this is sort of what my parents deserve. <laughs> It's in the system yeah. as resort music, yeah. and now it's yeah. going to be in there as cheating music. Yeah, I mean, the song, that's what it's about. That is technically what the song's about. <laughs> I also don't want my parents to break up. I just want them to be less happy than no, I can. You, you, what you want is them to go on. Uh, well, no, you don't want them to break up because yeah. they're both retired and they both have money, so then there'll be double the amount of holidays you have to I be jealous of. I just want a simple case of Barley Belly. Is yeah. that too much yeah. to ask for? <laughs> my goodness. Put it out there into the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Ned, taking a look at what's going on with the Reserve Bank at the moment, uh, Governor Philip Lowe said that uh, the 12th increase since May last year was necessary um, because inflation's too high. Um, inflation in Australia has passed at peaks, its peak, but it's still too high, is what he said. I think the reason they get away with a lot of this stuff is mm. because not a lot of people understand what anyone's talking about with this stuff. And it really is actually starting to annoy me because, as you said earlier in the show, it's like I'm being asked to just trust in the process. Yep. And so far, the process has done nothing but let me down. Um, so they're talking about having to claim, curb inflation. Yeah. Um, housing prices, this is a quote again um, from Phil. Uh, housing prices are rising again in some households with substantial savings buffers, although others are experiencing a painful squeeze on their finances. So he's talking about how some places, it, people, the economy's not slowing the way he was hoping because people have a lot of savings, which is something we're told to do as a smart yeah. person to have money. It's but now people, told, are, yeah. people are being punished because they're trying to get like, but the we can get around the 
high interest rates because we have savings and now we're in trouble for that. Essentially, yeah, he's like, you need to start uh, spending more money and people are like, we don't have to. And then they're like, well, we'll make stuff more expensive. And the people who are like, we are buying stuff. We've got heaps of savings. Yeah, Yeah. we are buying stuff because we don't have heaps of savings and now we don't have any money left. And the people who are still very rich going like... (laughs) You know that your idea, the way you're hoping to get things under control, sounds bad when all you do is add some villain music to it. This is the quote. The combination of high interest rates and the cost of living pressures is leading to a substantial slowing in household spending, mm-hmm. which we like to see. That's not the quote, but that's basically what yeah, he's saying. Yeah, that's essentially, yeah. The Back vo- to the quote. Yep. Housing prices are rising again, and some households have substantial saving buffers, though others are experiencing a painful squeeze on their finances. <laughs> yeah. See, that's how... It, when you're saying stuff I'm like that, you, you put added the villain the music, the you put the laugh, yeah, it's kind yeah, of like, yeah. you go, wow, what you're talking about is weirdly evil. Like, it you're does, talking about making things intentionally more expensive so people can't afford to spend money in the economy. It does seem super weird, and I don't understand how this... Because as you said, yeah. we get told non-stop through school of, like, save, save, save. save. save if you want to ever have a house, you got to save. And now when times like, are tough, you'll have money in the bank. Like, uh, now we're getting punished for that. When times get tough, the entire government will turn around and be like, give us your money. We're going to make your interest rates more expensive. Yeah. Anyway, look, having money at the moment isn't what it used to be. Cost of living, inflation, everything. It's bad. Bad, bad, bad. But when we were kids, things were so much simpler. Yeah, they really were. Well, because you didn't have to worry about any of this stuff. I don't think we were even aware of this stuff going on. But, but that also meant that when you were a kid, the matrix for the metric for what a rich person was, very different. Oh, no, 100%. Yeah, it's funny the key indication things that you saw as a kid that you're like, wow, someone's got a bit of cash. And now knowing as an adult, that doesn't mean anything. Because for me, I think whenever I went to a a person's house as a kid and they had soft drink instead of cordial, I was like, yeah, you are minted. I came from a Cotties and a sparkling water household. It's like, if you want... If you want Fanta, you're making Fanta. Yeah, Put yeah. those hands to work. You're going to make it. Do a hard day's work out in the field. So we didn't even have sparkling water. It was literally yeah. cordial and water. Yeah. That was all we had. I also had to like sort of, well, not that I would ever do this, but. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, um, yeah, so I, was, I, was, I was, sorry. Yeah, I used to just steal my dad's soda water. Yeah. Like that's how, that's how I would get around. I wasn't meant to have it, and then I would fill it up with water. And so then you've he would got know. a list. You've got a list of things that made. Well, Michael's got the list. I think Michael has a list of a bunch of stuff. I sure do. Uh, there's a list include things like a cutlery shelf in the dishwasher. Yeah. Uh, a second fridge in the garage. Okay, I get what you mean with cutlery. It's like the shelf you pull out and you individually put your forks yes. and knives yeah. in and stuff. Yeah, I get you. A Frank Green water bottle. Those are those water bottles that are like stainless steel and yeah. cost ninety dollars. Okay. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people have this. I think that's a very low metric. Yeah. Having a Frank Green water bottle for me, it was always if there was like a fun thing to do in your garage. So if you had like a boxing bag or like a punching bag or whatever, or if you had an arcade machine or yes. something. If you had something fun in your garage, like. My garage was where spiders lived yeah. and where I would like have to sit freezing in the cold while my dad heated up the car. I would go to my friend's house and be like, yeah, we got a basketball hoop in our garage. I think that, but also for me, I used to think my rich friends, quote unquote rich friends, was just when they had the car in the garage. Like the garage <laughs> didn't have to be used for something else. That's it could literally funny. just be, they had enough rooms in the house yeah. for everything else to exist yeah. that the garage could just be used for cars. It's a car house. Yeah. It's essentially a car house. Because we had a garage, but our cars were in the driveway all yeah. the time because yeah. we had a bunch of crap in the garage. Thirteen ten sixty. get on the phone. What was like a litmus test for a rich house when you were a kid? You know what's weird? It's all, it was a chore, but that when someone, like when I would go to a kid's house and their bikes were all clean, oh, yeah. I'd be like... 
rich. And I don't know why I thought that because that means that they would just come home from riding their bikes and their parents would be like, clean your bikes. But to me, in my mind, I was like, it was classy. Yeah. Must be uh, okay. Taking it down to the old uh, bike waxing I definitely, yeah, yeah, that's it. Taking it down to the car wash. I also don't want it to make it sound like I grew up in like Oliver Twist, but also when people had white walls, I was like, woohoo. Like I I had yellow walls, like all my, the the walls inside my head. When someone had just like, when I think it was like when someone committed to being like, these walls are going to be white. What about? And they're going to stay white. I'd come in and be like, Did you ever have a friend that had like an inter-room intercom? No. Yeah. yeah, I had a friend with oh one of them. Oh, my God. And I was like, Yeah, my wow. room intercom was, Ned, get your ass in! Yeah, so it was mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had a little button that he could push on the wall, and it'd be like, Mother, I'd like a sandwich, please. Oh, that's nice. That is actually that's rich. That's the Annie lifestyle. Uh, Mitch is on the line from Queenby, and Mitch, how are you this morning, mate? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Oh, that's good. Nice. That's good. No, I'm good, mate. Now, what was something when you were a kid where you are like, oh, they're minted, these people are wealthy? Oh, good phone connection would Mitch, be helpful. Mitch, Mitch, no. Mitch, go again, go again. What was it, Mitch? It was Foxtel at your friend's house. Foxtel. Foxtel, Foxtel. yes, yes, yes. Or for yeah. me, Ozstar. Ozstar back in the day. Right, okay. I did you have Ozstar or Foxtel? I had neither. Okay. Did I you never had, had either of them. Did you have Ozstar or Foxtel around around these parts, Mitch? More Foxtel. Foxtel. Okay. What was Foxtel the difference? Was a What's the difference of like Oz Star Star and Foxtel? was in the satellite dish and Foxtel was a cable. And then okay, I think right. Foxtel eventually bought Oz Star. So yeah. Fox, Oz Star became Foxtel anyway. I remember the Super Simpsons Saturdays or Sundays yes. or whatever um, seemed like paradise to me. I was like, Dude. what do you mean? So the thing I watch for 30 minutes on Channel 9 after I have dinner is on all day. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I used to go to, that was exactly my experience. I used to go to my friend's house who had Foxtel and be like, so this is your everyday life. Yeah. Like, you can watch cartoons whenever you want. And then we got Foxtel for 18 months. So I was like, we're rich. And then 18 months later, and actually it did coincide with dad losing his job, we lost Foxtel. So I was like, we were rich and then we weren't. As a kid, that must be the scariest thing. Like, Jesus, Dad's lost his job. They've already taken a foxtail. What's next? I'm not going to have a door on my bedroom soon. Uh, I wonder if the people who run Foxtel know that's how much of a litmus test they were for a lot of kids out there. Speaking of not DJs, but CDs, uh, another was, abbreviation. A time gone by where a DJ would make a song for somebody and it would go out under their name on a CD. Um, I love you, babe. Sam found out yesterday. Oh, your girlfriend, Sam, my yeah. girlfriend. Okay, so this is a, oh, that was a rip the Band-Aid off. Well, this no, no, is, this yeah. is a different thing that she might get upset about. I love you, and I think that this is a really cute thing that you found this out yesterday. Um, and this oh, that's, is, The way you said cute then no, always no. really gets people happy. Yeah. That's a real condescending. I that was a real condescending. condescending. This was just a cute conversation we had yesterday, but she discovered yesterday that DJ stands for disc jockey, and she knew that she she's like, I know what a disc jockey is. And I knew what DJs were. I just never knew that that's what it stood All for. All right, Sam, if you're listening to this... No, 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 I don't give you trouble. No, no, don't dump him. Uh, and just, I'm going to say that I didn't realise that 6.30 meant 6 and then 30. I thought 30 was like a time... I've told you this before on the show. I, I thought so. No, I absolutely have told you. I thought 30 was like a time term, like o'clock. I mean, it is. It is. It's a time term. <laughs> 
but like when you look at the numbers on a digital clock, it's literally yeah. six and then thirty. Yeah, like yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I thought it was thirty was yeah. like a o'clock, yeah. the opposite of o'clock. <laughs> Let's move on to so another. you can yeah. just think things sometimes, even though you know they're not true. Okay, so uh, no text messages yet. So that means that she's probably not listening, which is good because I need to talk her about her again. I uh, picked her up for date night last night, and we were going into Civic. As she got in my car, my at Tiger Lane. Yes, that's yeah, exactly that's where, where everyone's going. On Tiger date night. Lane, by the way, is amazing. It's like a little theme park. I loved it. It was so cool. Um, it reminds me of a kid's birthday party, but for adults. Because yep. there's like a little, like a street that you follow up around. It's mm-hmm. great. She got in my car, my glove box opened, and a bunch of CDs are in there. Now, this was before I got like the little Bluetooth adapter thing you plug into your cigarette the lighter or whatever in your car, and then you tune your radio to it or whatever. You had a six-stack CD player in your car. a six-stack CD yeah. player, and a bunch of them are from you because I kept CDs, your CDs, at my house for over a year and a half. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to take whatever I want out of these. Fair enough. Opens it up, and Stan goes, what do you got CDs in your car for? I'm like, I used to listen to CDs driving around. And she was like, oh, okay. Picks out one, and she was like, oh, it's a, it's Green Day, American Idiot. And yep. I was like, great album. Great Very album. good pick. Um, she goes to put it in, and she can't get one of the discs out, or there's already a disc in there, and it's like all a bit of a mess. And I was like, do you want me to just, I'll just, I can put the album on Spotify. Like, I can go and... Just put American Idiot on if you would like. And she was like, no, 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 no. She's like, it's fun with playing like the CDs and putting them in and going to the track you want. And oh, I was like, like a novel oh, oh, no, oh, no. The worst part about this is yeah. this is karma, at least for me hearing this story, because yeah. I know I did the same thing to my parents with their vinyls. Yeah, Mum was, like, yeah. was like, so this is how you tell where the track is. And yeah. I'm like, oh, so there's like a groove in the yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, this is fun. And yeah. mum was like, I feel so old. Yeah. That's not good. No. <laughs> we're now getting that with CDs. Yeah, we're getting that with CDs. I feel bad as well because I, while I was upset in the beginning and I was like, that sucks uh, because I feel like I'm 500 years old, um, I also had fun as well. Playing with the CDs. I was like, I know track five's good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, don't even need a look. And I was like, let me skip to track five. And it was great. And I was if, like, sometimes at the end, there's tracks you don't even know about. If you get a good enough sound system, you can still, you can get an absolutely amazing sound from a CD that just you can't get on streaming. Really? So, yeah. The sound quality is so much. I love that about CDs. There's merit. I don't find it to be a fun experience just yeah. playing with CDs. <laughs> That's what I think. I'm trying to trying to ride the wave of really not saying what I actually thought. Yeah. So I was like, how is this is the worst part of listening to CDs? Yeah, yeah. having to do the nonsense yeah. admin of putting it in yeah. and getting the old one out. And then you're like, hang on, I put on track four and I'm in track seven. I'm so confused. Someone scratched his CD. Um, but, yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. I guess what's next, DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff. Like, my mm. kids will be like, wow, a, a disc you put in and it plays the movie? That's crazy, Dad. <laughs> And then I'll leave my family. <laughs> Good luck, guys. Figure it out on your own. I'm going to play a laser so, disc. So let me just be. Let me be very, very clear. Yeah. Uh, you're going to leave the family upon the first insult from your child. Yeah, yeah. I got told it. Oh, by the, the way, not even an insult. Just like I love Blu-rays. Yeah, the kids told me they hated me like four times last night. While also then going love you as a second. It, it happens. It's a roller coaster, mate. I <laughs> they no, go I through a lot of emotions yeah. real quick. I was going to say I'm going to pretend to just leave my family, but I can't. That's that's an that's abuse. It's emotional abuse. But if I'm just like, you know what? I'm I'm sick of it. I'm going to the toilet and maybe I won't come back. <laughs> You'll be the dad that cried wolf and no one will believe you eventually. I'll come back yeah. and my, parents will be, oh, my kids will be like, ugh, you still? <laughs> Just pay the bills and leave us yeah. alone. That's all we want. <laughs> Ed, yeah, look, we have a social etiquette school here on the show where we just try and talk about, oh, can you use 
16 items in the 15 items or less or just nah too frivolous too frivolous this yeah. this is actually i think it elevates above the social etiquette school and is just a rule okay i was at the i was at a pub our local last night um just standing there waiting to get a drink uh, Carrie had sort of organised the boys and everything for dinner, and I had organised my job to go up and get the drinks. So okay. I'm there getting some raspberry lemonades and all that. That's well, that was my yeah. that was my mission. Yep. Now I was quite busy at the bar, and there are a few people in front of me, which is totally fine. That's how it works. You just stand there, you wait your turn. That's how a line works. Now the reason I'm saying any of this is because um, the guy that came up behind me was on his phone when he arrived at the bar. So he was texting or checking sports better, whatever he was doing, he was on his phone. He wasn't paying attention. He did the quick look up peripheral check that you do when you get to a bar and you're on your phone of like, where am I in the order of things? Yeah, is anyone in front of me? He stood kind of next to me, not behind me. Shoulder to shoulder. Next to me. Mm. And at this point, I'm not going to exaggerate in this story because I want everyone to get a good picture. I've probably been waiting at the bar for maybe 40 seconds, but I've correctly shuffled behind the people who were in front of me. You found the line. Yep. So about a minute and a half to two minutes later, it's my turn to get served. Mm. And Harry Hotshot over here on his phone has gone to step in front of me at the fabled barman's, who's next? Yeah, he's gone he's to gone seize to the step, gap. And I've gone, not at all, Chiefy, not at all. And I've stepped in front of him and gone, yeah, cool. Just, um, I'll just have three raspberry, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then Carlton Dry, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, I have started my order as mm-hmm. if to clearly assert. I was here first, I champ. was here first. I'm not even going to do the, oh, I think it was old. Yeah, no, I no, no, know no. it was me. Yeah. I was here first. You walked up behind me. Yep. It was your bizarre cha- choice to stand next to me mm-hmm. rather than slightly behind me. That's not how a line works. But I'm not going to get confused because I was paying attention. Sure. You were on your phone. He shoots me the dirtiest look I think I've seen. Almost if you were, if you would expect maybe if I was nuts yeah. to be punched for the look that he gave me. Like, I wouldn't give someone that look in a pub for fear of, what if this guy's kind of a lunatic? I would like, imagine it would be a look akin to, hey, you just cut in front of was, me while I was waiting for the bar. Are you out of your mind? But it was more like, and I now want to fight you. Yeah, That's wow. how dirty this look was. Yeah. It was almost like an invitation. And I was like, Shit. A, calm down. Yeah. B, if you're going to dish out that look, yeah. you need to be pretty freaking sure that you were first. I, yeah, oh, 100%. That you is need the to rule. have absolute conviction. Before you dish out a dirty look at a bar because somebody cut the line, yeah. you need to be hand on heart, un- unquestionably, unshakably sure yeah. that you were first. Yeah. And this guy walked up behind me. Yep. Not even close to in the realm of justified look, yeah. fair look, or even look that I would ever want to see again, quite frankly. I think to stop all of this, because yes, this guy's not paid attention mm-hmm. and weirdly had a huge attitude problem about Massive it. Massive attitude about it. I think what needs to happen is that we need to deputize bartenders. I don't want to hear who's next anymore. Just yeah. pick someone. That's a great call. No more who's next because I've been in so many. I've been on both sides of this argument. That's I've a great been call. a guy waiting for 15 minutes, five minutes, and then someone's gone, who's next? And some guy who's walked up five seconds before goes, yep, me. Yep. And I'm like, whatever. I've also been the guy who's walked up five seconds and some guy's gone, yeah, you just go, mate. You've done this behavior. Uh, well, I've been. I've always been allowed. Mm. Someone's always been like, you go, mate. And then I feel bad. And I'm like, oh, okay, what? Well, I'm not. This is more annoying if I go, no, 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 no. You go. You, were for, you go. Bartenders of Canberra. 
Take the it upon yourself. The gauntlet's been laid down yeah. to just make a call. Yeah. Just decide who's next. And that's it. If someone gets mad, be like, whatever. You can only get so mad at a bar anyway before you're just like, all right, bye. You don't get anything. Ta-da. I like it. Yeah, me too. I think it could cause chaos, but yeah, I me like too. It. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's just got to have a calm, calm mind. Yep. <laughs> Everybody relax yeah. and acknowledge that we are letting the bartenders decide from 100%. this point forward. <laughs> Producer Michael has joined us in the studio this morning. Oh, hi. We are heading to Japan uh, in 16 days oh, here okay. at this radio show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need to have a quick chat about something that happened yesterday. Um, I now know what this is about. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this isn't... Well, you know what? Fine. Let's talk about this. <laughs> yeah, no, let's... Yeah. I think we should. I think, I, we, well, I think we need to. I think we need to. Um, just something that struck me as a little odd yesterday, Michael, mm-hmm. is we were booking our passes to Tokyo Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and... For me, at least, the thing I found very, very strange is I heard a certain level of disrespect towards a company that one half of this show has claimed to have a severe reverence for. And God forbid anyone makes fun of that rodent. Over many, many years. (laughs) And that was was one Ned Bruard who mocked Disney and expressed sort of a disinterest in going to a place that I would have assumed he would love because he has constantly, I'm not going to say, it's been accused that I've shaped several parts of my personality around Seth Cohen from the OC. Mm. Ned has, Ned's fandom of Winnie the Pooh, you you have claimed to be a big fan of lots of different aspects of Disney folklore. So I actually pooed the entire endeavour yesterday. Am I wrong, Michael? There was a a severe poo-pooing. There was some Winnie the Pooh-pooing, I believe. So first of all, what I would like to be put on the record, and I would like for everyone to be aware of, is that uh, I don't have an obsession with Winnie the Pooh. Josh has an obsession with me doing a Winnie the Pooh voice. He does Winnie and the it, Pooh. Yeah, exactly. I don't have... I love. By the way, I love Winnie the there Pooh. We go. That's, what was, that's all I was saying. But that's all I was saying. I think this is more you just enjoy hearing me. I can't do it at the moment because I think my voice is cooked, yeah. but I go like, oh, I've got a very rumbly tummy. Yeah, he's very cute. Yeah. Right? He does it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll be honest. I don't have a huge... Mm. In terms of, like, I'm just looking at other stuff in Japan and Tokyo and Osaka and stuff where yep. we're going, and I know they're not like, you've seen them, you've seen one, you've seen them all, but it's not not that with Disneyland's. Well, you are, say, is there a Main Street? Well, this, that, in Disneyland there yeah. is. I'm Obviously trying, not Main Street USA. This is exactly what I was trying to do yesterday, Michael, yeah. and this is why the poo-pooing, the, all... Winnie, the Winnie the poo-pooing was yeah. so upsetting, because yeah. I was trying to explain how Tokyo Disney Sea is unlike any other Disneyland in the yeah, world. Yeah, but it's like... Is it? <laughs> is it? No, but, yeah, but it is. Yeah, but it, is it? Yeah, but it is. Because I'm looking at it and it looks exactly no, the same. No, you're looking at pictures of Magic Kingdom. That's yeah. what you're doing. And that one is probably quite similar to other ones. Well, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm razzed about going to Universal because I've never been there before. I'm very excited because it's, like, got a bunch of stuff that I'm very keen for, like the Super Mario, the Nintendo World or whatever, and the mm-hmm. Simpsons stuff and Harry Potter to some extent. But... Um, yeah, I'm just like looking at this and it's like, great. So I get to see Mickey again, except he's got like 
swimming. He's got like, actually, you probably won't get to see Mickey again. And the reason for that is what? because the Japanese crowds are so obsessed with taking the photos with oh. the animals that there's like a two hour line at any given point to take a photo with Mickey. Yeah, I don't need a photo with Mickey. No, no. I just need to see him. Listen to him. Listen. I don't need a photo with Mickey. I tell you what I wish upon a star for, Michael. Yeah. My enthusiastic friend. Yeah. Back excited about things <laughs> yeah. that we're all excited yeah. about. That's yeah. what I wish upon yeah. a star for. I want my friend. Can, can I wish upon a shooting star, No, because you well? don't believe in any of it. Yeah. That's why you can't wish upon a shooting star. Yeah. Then I'll make a you realistic it, human the... adult grown-up uh, wish of. I wish my friend wasn't excited about the Disney Mickey bread more than any <laughs> Japanese food that I've mentioned so far. In Ned's defense, you were very excited. I was very excited. Bread, about it's cut like Mickey's ears. Yeah. I was very excited I'm like, about we're it. going to Japan. <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards-Johnson. Canberra's Hit 104.7.